Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, it's Curtis, and my Camino's finished, but I thought I'd give you an update on where I am now, and why it's not where I expected to be today. So, uh, but I'll get to that in a bit. After, um, after leaving Santiago, I actually flew to Barcelona, and I stayed the night at uh, Ray's house, the guy on the Camino, uh, who I met and walked with for most of the Camino. Uh, stayed at his house. He actually wasn't there. He was back in the States for uh, a family get-together, which is why he had to, was, was not going to finish the Camino in the first place. So I stayed with his wife, and they put me up in their guest room and... Um, yeah, it was really nice. Got to see their neighborhood and spend some time out in one of the plazas near where they live, where um, I guess is the place that everybody just sort of hangs out in the evening and um, sits around the plaza and um, drinks and eats and talks. And yeah, it was a really lovely, lovely evening. The uh, the next day, I got up real early and walked to the train station in Barcelona and I uh, had my first of two days of about eight hours of train rides. Uh, the first day, I went from Barcelona to Nabon and then Nabon to Marseille and then Marseille to Monte Carlo in Monaco. I uh, had about an hour stop in each place, so didn't really get to see much other than just walk outside the train station, take a couple pictures, and go back in. Uh, but then I stayed the night in Monte Carlo, so it was my first time in Monaco, or in Monte Carlo, and got to explore a bit. Uh, I got lost a little bit because I had my data turned off because... Monaco is expensive, and they don't do international plans, and they charge a lot for data, so um, so I got a little bit lost, but it's not uh, a very big place, so it wasn't, wasn't too hard to figure out, but I spent the evening there, walking around, exploring a little bit, and then took off again the next day, uh, had a train from Monaco to Milan, and... I uh, didn't have any time whatsoever in Milan. I had to get off one train, basically walk quickly to the center of the station, figure out where my next train was, and walk immediately on to my next train. So uh, with just a few minutes to spare. So I didn't get to stop in Milan at all, but um, had a quick stop there and rode to Rome. And got into Rome uh, late afternoon and... Uh, again, I didn't uh, didn't really. I've I've been to Rome before, so I didn't really feel the need to do much um, sightseeing or that sort of thing. Uh, walked around a little bit, but basically just caught a train out to my hotel at the airport in Rome. So uh, it was two days of like um, eight hours of trains, which um, is nice. It's a really nice way to travel if you haven't traveled by by train. Um, a couple of those were high speed rails, you know, in the like two hundred and fifty kilometer area. So, um, which was really smooth and um, yeah, it's it's just a really lovely way to uh, to travel and see the countryside. And you know, there's uh, usually a, like a cafeteria car, so you can get some food, and they're really comfortable and 
so yeah so a couple of days of train travel uh so that was the first part of of this next section of my travels was just getting myself from Santiago to Rome uh and it was mostly by train and um yeah it was really nice very pleasant So then yesterday I flew uh the first leg of my many flights I flew from Rome to Bucharest, Romania, and I had uh, a 12-hour layover, or what I thought was going to be a 12-hour layover in Romania. Um, so I spent, got in at about uh, 11, noon, somewhere around there, into Bucharest, and spent the afternoon just kind of walking around, exploring. Uh, there's the world's heaviest building is here. It's the second largest um, administrative building in the world after the Pentagon. The People's Palace uh, left over from the uh, the communist days in Romania. So I went and saw that and then just wandered around a bit and got some, got kind of a late lunch. And then um, I, had, uh, I had scheduled actually a, a beer tasting tour uh, with a guide and come to find out that I was the only one signed up for the tour. So, uh, me and my guide, this woman named Dana spent the, the evening trying a bunch of the craft beers in Romania, including going to the very first craft brewery and yeah, and just walking around the city. And she gave me some great information as well as, um, it was great to just hear sort of, her personal experiences and um, thoughts on things, uh, and yeah, had a really wonderful evening uh, with Dana, just learning all about uh, Romania and Bucharest, and um, you know, my first impressions of the city were um, it's former former communist, you know, Eastern European. It's uh, a little dirtier. Um, a little less friendly, uh, you know, all, all those sorts of things are true. Uh, but it was really great to, to talk to Dana just about different things in the culture and, uh, did a, did a good job of sort of shifting my perspective on, on things. And so I highly encourage, you know, if you have a chance when you're traveling to spend time talking with someone who lives there about, their life and their experience and their culture uh, I really encouraged that because it really really changed the way I was looking at a lot of things so uh, yeah finished up my tour and came back to the airport uh, I, for a flight that I thought was going to leave at 1230 just after midnight uh, I showed up at the airport and looked on the board and did not see my flight listed anywhere and uh, I was supposed to be flying to Dubai at 12.30 last night. And I finally tracked someone down because at this point it was like 10.30. So there weren't a lot of people in the airport. I found one information person who sent me to a different desk. And I showed up and uh, said, where is this flight? And the guy said, it's canceled. That's so when did you make that reservation? I said, I don't know, a few months ago. He said, well, it hasn't, that flight hasn't been running for three months. 
But cool. Well, that's that's great. Um, so I had a pretty stressful evening um, trying to figure out what had happened with my flight. And apparently it had been rebooked to 3 o'clock in the afternoon the next day. But no one had told me or notified me. I'm going to blame Fly Dubai for that one. Uh, just going to throw this out here. Maybe don't book with them if you're looking to fly to Dubai. Don't use Fly Dubai. Um, So, yeah. So, nobody seemed to be able to help me with anything. Um, Called the company that I I booked with. And they said, well, no, it's the airline's fault. We can't do anything for you. Um, And I'm still going to get into Dubai with enough time to to catch my flight to Nairobi, Kenya, which is where I'm headed after that. So they said, well, see, you know, we can't help you. You're still getting to your final destination. Uh, I couldn't call Fly Dubai because they're closed or my phone service won't actually allow me to call the, um, the UAE from Romania. So uh, I ended up having to get a hotel, which was a little bit of a struggle because I looked up a hotel that was really close to the airport and walked to it and discovered it's not fully built yet. It was just a construction site. (laughs) Uh, But I was able to walk to another hotel where uh, I asked if there were any rooms and they said no. I said, really, this entire hotel is booked. And they said, oh, well, we have executive rooms left, which I think was may or may not have been true, put it that way. I might have, uh, as as I like to say, I might have paid the Westerner tax on that one. But um, so I stayed the night in a hotel, um, which is where I am now. And hopefully I'm going to be getting on a flight at three this afternoon to fly to Dubai. But the other unfortunate thing about that is now I'm going to get in so late, uh, I won't actually get to see any of Dubai. I don't think I have time to leave the airport, um, which <laughs> I was really looking forward to. I really like was really excited to explore Dubai. I had tickets to go up to the very top of the Burj Khalifa, which is the, the tallest building in the world, which is a building that has fascinated me for years and I was so excited to get to see that and go up in it and it doesn't I don't think I'm going to get to do any of that now so because uh, I'll only have at the most maybe two hours um, and then if you include travel time to and from the airport maybe an hour that I would have uh, and that's cutting it a little close for my taste so unfortunately um, no no uh, exploring in Dubai, and um, yeah, I just get to spend the day here um, at the airport in Bucharest. So sometimes things don't just don't work out like you think, but that's that's part of it, I suppose. So um, yeah, so this afternoon I'll fly to Dubai, and then uh, this. Uh, Tonight, late, late tonight, uh, I'll be flying to Kenya, uh, and that's sort of the next part of my my trip. And I've, um, I'll talk more maybe about Kenya after I get there. But uh, yeah, so that's where I am. I traveled across the Mediterranean coast, flew to Romania, and I'm still in Romania, which is not where I expected to be. <laughs> 
but what can you do? So, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll maybe do a couple more of these, just update people on where I am and what I'm doing. Um, but that's, uh, that's it for now. Talk to you all later.